exciting time for us at Can Lime's Looking at Lyme. The International Lyme and Associated Diseases Society, or ILADS for short, is hosting its annual conference in October. In this podcast, we're going to dig right in and get a preview of ILADS 2021 in Orlando, Florida. The theme of this year's ILADS conference is decoding immune dysregulation. And for more on the conference, we're going to speak with Dr. Amy Offit. Dr. Offit is the medical director and co-owner of Heart and Soul Integrative Health and Yoga in Marble Falls, Texas. She is also an ILADS board member. Welcome to our podcast, Dr. Offit. Thank you, Sarah. I'm glad to be here. How did you become involved in working with people with Lyme disease? So I, I practiced family medicine for about uh, seven years after getting out of residency. And I, um, I love my patients. I love taking care of my patients. But I felt like I was missing some tools in my toolbox for some of the chronic patients who we kind of played musical medicines with them. Um, and so I was seeking more um options for patients whenever I decided to go into integrative medicine. And in the course of my integrative medicine education, I discovered that uh, oftentimes with some chronically inflamed patients, there's a root cause that I wasn't previously looking for. And that's when I learned about uh, the possibility that these patients were suffering from a persistent infection that hadn't either hadn't been previously diagnosed or was treated, but not uh, for a sufficient amount of time. And that just took me um, down the path of starting to uh, explore more of that with more patients and starting to be able to treat them more thoroughly and see better outcomes. And that's how I came across um, ILADS. ILADS was a huge source of education for me. Um, my first few lectures were through the integrative medicine training, but then when I wanted to explore it more thoroughly, I was able to find some excellent educators who are more seasoned um, who are more seasoned and been treating longer than I had at that time. And um, it just all fell into place from there. I remember when I went to my first ILADS conference, it was back in 2019 in Boston. And I was just so pleasantly surprised to meet like such a diversity of people who were really more like problem solvers is how it felt. And they were focused on, you know, understanding the complexity of tick-borne illnesses I was also really taken just by the level of care and the compassion when the doctors spoke about their patients. And for me, it just felt like I'd tapped into a really special group of people. Like, do you remember what the first ILADS conference was for you when you attended it? I would say it was similar. Um, The lectures were great uh, and the people were nice. And I felt a camaraderie with them because they like me wanted to see uh, long-term better outcomes in their patients, like restoring vitality and strength and healing, um, as opposed to just routine medication management, which was, which was kind of what I was doing before. I mean, I was building relationships with patients, but I don't feel like I was always getting to the core of what was going on with them. um, You know, from a medical and scientific standpoint. And then this year, the theme of the conference is decoding immune dysregulation. Can you just speak a little bit about that to our listeners? 
So, so many of the patients that we see have uh, inflammation and immune dysfunction. And sometimes it's not the actual infection that's causing so many of the symptoms. It's the immune system's response to those infections. And so this year when we were planning our meeting, we were looking at um, several different aspects of how the immune system um, is affected by chronic infection, by exposures, by someone's, you know, lifestyle habits um, before they get sick. And then um, as they get sick, how does that play out with its effect on the immune system and the inflammation um, that they usually present with? Their symptoms are usually inflammatory. I have arthritis. I have chronic headaches. I have chronic pain. Um, just, you know, a host of presentations, um, all of which have the common theme of an inflammatory component, which oftentimes happens due to some immune dysfunction underneath the surface. Yeah, you mentioned uh, lifestyle habits. I can tell just uh, by doing a quick search of your your clinic there that you've brought into a lot a lot of new practices for people to change some of their lifestyle habits. Can you comment a little bit about that? So there are some of us, I, I will say about ILADS, you're right earlier when you said it's kind of a diverse group of people. Uh, we have naturopaths, we have MDs, we have DOs, we have pharmacists, we have even some veterinary members. Um, and even among the physicians and uh, nurse practitioners, PAs, and other clinicians, we have a variety of specialties. Um, and I think what unifies all of us is that we want to take good care of our patients. So a lot of those of us, especially who've maybe studied uh, lifestyle medicine a little bit more, at least for me, I, I'll speak for myself, um, we look at the foundations of being strong and healthy, as well as the infections and the, the infections effect on the body. So a lot of my approach, um, I definitely will treat the infections. I'll treat some of the immune issues, but I always stop and ask patients about their, um, their home life, their stress, their nutrition, their movement patterns, their sleep habits, um, just to kind of find out like, was there, is there something else that we're missing that might be very basic that we could uh, tap into and help them overcome their disease? Absolutely. And I love that you highlighted how you have such a diverse group of members there because it seems like it's such a complex problem and it really requires an interdisciplinary approach to solve. Well, I've really enjoyed the mixture of aspects of approaching patient health in ILADS because we all bring our own unique perspective into the room. Um, there are researchers too. I, I probably left some people out and I'm sorry if I did, but we have, you know, academic research people who spend their, their careers like researching the, um, on a microscopic molecular level, these problems. And then we have a lot of clinicians. I'm, I'm a clinician, um, but it's so nice for us all to be in the same room with a common goal of helping people and, and being able to exchange ideas and exchange information and grow our toolboxes so that we can um, just get better and better um, options for people who are suffering. And then when you look at the agenda for this year's conference, are there any speakers that you're excited to learn from? We have a lot of great speakers. Um, 
if anyone's listening and they are interested, um, I would encourage you to go to the website and look at the scientific program schedule. Um, some of our seasoned, uh, most knowledgeable speakers um, that have spoken before, like Dr. Bransfield, um, Dr. Corson, um, there, you know, Dr. Um, Dr. Moziani, who's the president of ILADS, he's always an excellent speaker. He's an expert in the field of Bartonella. Um, we have experts coming to talk about things like PANS and PANDAS. Um, we have Dr. Henry Linder coming, who is going to present some very cutting edge information about uh, chronic babesiosis. Uh, so I think there will be a lot of interesting information that will be shared at our meeting um, and I would encourage everyone that's interested to just go and scroll through our, uh, basically our agenda that um, the conference schedule is posted on our website. And I think there'll be a lot of, a lot of things to learn. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm excited myself to get to go and attend as well. Yeah. And then for people who are new to learning about this, they can also do the fundamentals course, which I believe is the first day and perhaps might be offered virtually online again after the conference. Is that right? So we have the fundamentals that Thursday in Orlando, um, and we're, in, we're planning to record everything uh, at this meeting so that it can be viewed uh, at a later time. And that will be an option for people who, for whatever reason, aren't able to attend in person. Oh, that's great. Now, can you also just tell our listeners about the benefits of becoming an ILADS member? What does that give them access to? So ILADS is a really nice organization to be a part of because um, the educational aspects are, they're actually uh, quite deep. Our website, if you're a member, you have access to quite a bit of, um, of educational material on our learning platform. Um, that's part of being a member. And so say I was curious about a particular condition or issue with Lyme disease, there are lots of um, educational resources on our website. Uh, going to the meeting is always exciting and fun. Um, there's a, you know, it's that learning atmosphere and that kind of excitement in the room. I think this year may be more so than, than even in past years because we've been apart for longer. Um, and, and then the other element of it is kind of the networking. And one of the reasons I was excited to get um, to be on the ILADS board of directors was because one of my areas of desire is to continue to work on creating more networks um, even in my area, I'm in Texas, we don't have a lot of doctors here that are very familiar with how to approach a chronically inflamed patient um, from a root cause perspective. So, you know, one of my dreams would be to just keep building a bigger and bigger network. Um, so being a member of ILADS is one way that we can build the, those networks together where if we're all on the same, you know, in the same team or on the same uh, page, uh, we can work together to help patients. It's kind of fun after a while of, of being a part of ILADS. If I have a patient call from another state, um, I can refer a patient to a doctor there who may be able to take care of them closer to home. And over time, it takes a little while. It has taken a little while for me, but over time, I've gotten to really know a lot of the other people um, within ILADS. And it just um, is so nice to be able to 
to share patients and exchange ideas and and be helpful in that way too. Absolutely. It sounds like a great way to have other medical professionals that you can reach out to to help, you know, give you support and research articles when you have a really complex case to take care of. Absolutely. We do have a um a physician training program too that we've been working on um for a while. They've always had um a mentorship type program, but we've gotten this year, especially a little more specific with the curriculum and the hours and the, the mentorship. And I think that program is going to be another excellent resource for people who join ILADS um, to be able to really learn more one-on-one with other doctors who are going to be in that teaching role. Absolutely. And that's something that, you know, Can Lyme is supporting for Canadian physicians as well, so that if they want to um, take some time away from their practice so they can learn, we have grants available for doctors to be able to do that as well. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for including patients in this dialogue. I think that's really important in moving forward. Well, thank you. I think um, I'm, I'm sad sometimes that we don't have a, a wider adoption of the principles of caring for our patients in the way that uh, most of the ILADS doctors that I've in- interacted with do. Um, But I think the only way we can actually expand that is to keep working on our mission, which is to educate more doctors and uh, providers and more healthcare professionals just to learn more because there's so much to know. Every year that I go, I learn, I come back with with new information. In fact, my staff is always like, oh no, what's she going to come back and, um, and change at the office? And it's usually not a huge change, but implementing a few new things that just make our care a little bit better even than it was before. Um, if, if that's what happens after the meeting, that's, um, I feel like that was a, a successful thing. So, Yeah, that's great. And I mean, like you mentioned earlier, it's about getting down to that root cause. And I think there's going to be a lot of crossover into other illnesses that people experience that, you know, trying to solve this problem is going to lend to solutions for other medical issues as well. For sure. Um, this year, there are a couple of lectures, and we, we've had some before, and they're always so good about the neuropsychiatric um, cases that may have a root cause uh, based in a, a persisting persistent infection or a neurologic infection. Um, and then even, I, I don't, I hate to mention COVID, but it's on everybody's minds these days as far as uh, approaching patient care. And we're going to have some discussion as well about um those patients and how Lyme disease uh, or other tick-borne or vector-borne diseases might have an impact on the course of their their COVID illness and or um, and or vice versa. Just looking at how does all of that relate back to inflammation, immune health, um, chronic illness, and then maybe um, one of the most important parts for me is like, what are some things we can do for those patients? Right. Well, I think those will be really exciting speakers to hear. And I think everyone's really ready to hear that research as well. Absolutely. So what could success look like in the future for working with people, you know, tick-borne illnesses? I think if we were able to recognize, uh, I'm going to call them vector-borne because some Mm -hmm. of them are, um, you know, from fleas and maybe other little insects. Um, 
from vector-borne illnesses, uh, if we were able to recognize them earlier in the course of disease, we could probably prevent a lot more of the chronic, um, you know, heavy cost, heavy suffering illnesses that that we treat. I mean, a lot of us see patients who've been sick for 10 years or 15 years. Right. And those poor patients honestly have already uh, gotten into a sickness cycle that's challenging to break out of. Um, and it's, it's still very much worth the try, but sometimes it's sad that we didn't catch it sooner and start to work on it sooner so that we didn't develop such a chronic um, problem. So to me, success in treating Lyme would be earlier detection, earlier treatment, um, and treating well enough so that it doesn't relapse or progress over that person's lifetime. Definitely. And then do you have any other closing comments for us, Dr. Offit? Well, I think I actually know a few Canadians, and I've always thought they were some of the most friendly um, and most enjoyable people to be around. Um, And I'm really hoping that everything falls into line so that we can have some of our Canadian friends who are interested in um, Lyme education and vector-borne diseases and overall immune health and and immune strength that can join us in Orlando for our meeting this year. Um, And if anybody is, you know, concerned about anything related to that meeting, I do want to assure anyone that's considering attending that we will be. um, I actually believe that most of us are responsible for our own health. And part of that is the lifestyle medicine um, angle that I take with patients. If we're healthier and stronger, uh, we're less likely to to get us sick from any disease. Um, But we will be holding a meeting that should be a, a nice, wonderful experience for everyone that's there. And uh, the resort that we chose is beautiful. Um, if people come and bring family members, there will be a lot of fun things for them to do. Uh, and we're gonna be somewhat isolated within the resort uh, as our group. So I think if anybody's worried about being in a crowded city place with strangers, um, that, that shouldn't be a concern. Um, and I'm just hoping between now and then that um, if anybody has any concerns about that, they can reach out to us and let us know and we can share with them some of our plans. Oh, that's great. I really appreciate that additional information. I think that'll really help people and know that they can connect with you to get any questions answered. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Offit, and thank you very much for your leadership as well. Thank you for having me. Dr. Amy Offit is the medical director and co-owner of Heart and Soul Integrative Health and Yoga in Marble Falls, Texas. She's also an ILADS board member. Can Lyme is offering grants to physicians and healthcare professionals to attend their conference or any of the virtual learning opportunities. Go to our podcast website, lookingatlyme.ca, for more information. Thank you again, Dr. Offit, for joining us. That's another podcast. Remember, stay safe in the outdoors.